This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hi, everyone. Welcome to A Few Minutes with God. I want to thank you guys for stopping by, and I also want to thank our sponsor of today's production. Um, Our sponsor is Affirm Films and Sony Picture Animations. The Star Movie is available now on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital, and it has some bonus features and content um, for the kids, which is great. Um, It also has a Faith All Year Round uh, special um, activity that is going to be available, and that is uh, Children's Sermons and Study by Devon Franklin, discussing the themes of the film and how to keep the spirit of this inspiring story alive um, in us every day. So you can visit thestarmovie.com for more information. Well, today I'm going to talk to you about a kind of tough topic, and that is, where is God in the midst of tragedy? Um, if this is podcast 29, and you can find the show notes on a few minutes with God podcast.com. Well, the news is all around us, and our phones send us alert, and we have you know 24-7 instant access to media coverage, and anytime there is a tragedy, There is a constant barrage of television coverage, and I don't know about you, but lately I've been turning off the TV because I can't handle it. Um, It doesn't matter where I look. Um, There's the same tragic scenes uh, that are played over and over again, and it doesn't matter when you're listening to this podcast. There have been so many tragedies that I can remember, the column buying tragedy, the Challenger disaster, the Twin Towers with the hijacked planes, the First Baptist Church massacre, the mass shootings in Las Vegas, and now um, the Highland, uh, the Parkland, Florida high school shooting. And it's so hard. How do we deal with these senseless acts of violence? You know, when tragedy strikes, there's a sense of shock, disbelief, heartache and sadness. And when something senseless happens, like the recent high school shooting, anger is added to the mix. So many times we want to ignore it and pretend it didn't happen. And we bury our emotional pain and trauma. And that's different than just turning off the TV. Turning off the TV for me, um, and even, you know, just talk radio, if they're discussing it, it helps me to focus on what I want to focus on, and that is prayer. It's not that I'm putting my head in the ground and I'm not keeping up with what's happening. It's that I just don't want to have it bombard me 24-7. Because it's hard to deal with pain and emotional pain and trauma when we're constantly, it's almost like you know the wound is continuously raw. And if we're removed 
in a sense that it didn't happen to me, you know, in this situation. It was, it was far away, um, you know, on the other side of Florida from where I live. But I guarantee you that in talking to people in the, in the next few days, few weeks, I'm going to meet people that were directly affected. It, that's exactly how it happened with the Twin Towers. It was how, um, you know, one of the planes that was hijacked and crashed, one of the stewardesses um, or flight attendants lived in um, a, a town really close to me and was friends of some friends of mine. So we can't, in this day and age, be so removed when the situation is closer to home, when there's a death in the family or there's an accident, we often have the same feelings, only deeper. So when something happens that's an accident or an illness, and especially if it's an illness of a loved one that's been over a long period of time, we tend to deal with it differently. You know, we know accidents happen. It's a way of life and the same with illness and death. And if you've lived, you've experienced it. None of us have come away unscathed the side of heaven. But how do we deal with this? And how do we look at these things? And how do we reconcile it in our minds? Because that's what we need to do, friends. We need to reconcile it in our minds. We can't just bury it. We can't ignore it. Um, in the sense of, you know, pretending it didn't happen. And what was really telling for me um, was I read about a young man now in his 30s, and he was a victim of the Columbine shooting. In fact, he was shot and watched his best friend die, you know, right before his eyes. And his comments were chilling to me because now he's a public speaker and um, he's recovered from substance abuse and broken relationships. And one of the things he talked about was how he suppressed his emotions and the adverse effects that it happened, that happened with that and not allowing himself to grieve. And he said, you know, the medication worked for the physical pain, but it, it didn't do anything for the emotional pain. And the quote was, there's a common thread through all of this, and nobody's talking about it. The common thread is isolation, loneliness, and adverse childhood experiences. And he also says, why is it always men? We have to figure out what's wrong. You know, there's something wrong in our society. And there is something wrong in our society. And that answer is the lack of faith and the lack of relationship with God. I guarantee you if these young men that were struggling had a deep relationship with Almighty God, with Jesus Christ, they wouldn't have done what they were doing because they would have realized in their pain and their desolation that the true love of God conquers all of that. And in order to have a relationship We have to spend time with God. We have to read His Word. We have to pray. And another thing happened recently, and that was um, one of these talking heads, a talk show host recently um, was saying that people, you know, can pray to God, but they can't hear God because they're kind of weird. They may have a mental illness. Well, I guess I have that mental illness because I talk to God all the time and I listen and I feel like He leads me and He leads me to ideas. And 
you know, I don't hear an audible voice except for once. I clearly heard the Lord, but I hear him in my mind. And I feel like I'm as sane as the next person. Um, The thing is that I have a relationship with the Lord and I am not seeking for fame or glory or notoriety because I am confident in the love I have from God and the love that He gives me. And the answer to the struggles that people have is to understand that evil is real. You know, if there is a good, there is a bad. And evil is real. And people want to say, oh, God doesn't exist. And that's why we have, you know, this relativism and this, you know, uh, modernism that's being perpetuated and taught in our schools and, you know, shoved down our throat. You know, we have to be um, inclusive. We have to have safe spaces. We have to make all of these excuses for people who can't deal with anything that is opposed to what they believe. And that's why our kids are struggling and having meltdowns and on college and, and colleges and universities throughout the U.S. That's why these children, you know, this young man who just perpetuated this horrible massacre was all of a ripe age of 19. That's not very old. And he was hurting so bad that he had to hurt others so that they could feel the same pain he was feeling. Evil is real. The enemy is strong, but not as strong and victorious as our God. Free will is what the Lord has given us. And free will gives us a chance to do amazing things in the name of the Lord. However, for those who have turned their back on good, and have embraced evil, their options are very limited in what they can do. And their options tend to be bad choices. But God is here. He is real. He answers prayer. He is in the midst of tragedy. He does avert something that could be even more horrendous, although we can't imagine how it could be. But it could have been worse. In every single case, it could have been worse. You know, um, when I look at the Challenger disaster, what if it had blown up over a very heavily populated area? Yes, it was a tragedy, and the astronauts died, including a teacher. And can you imagine the impact on her class and all of the kids across America that were watching her on this flight, because I know we were, you know, um, we were homeschooling at the time. And, you know, all of the people, it's a ripple effect. When these tragedies happen, it ripples to the people that it happens to, to the direct family, to the first responders, to the friends of friends of friends, and then to mass media and the millions that hear about it. And God is still in the midst of all of this. He answers prayer, but he answers them in his way, in his time. Friends, we can't make God into our own image. We can't expect him to answer our prayers. You know, my prayer would be, Lord, avert all tragedies like this in the future. But God doesn't manipulate us. We're not puppets. We're not on some string. 
God allows us our free will. He gives us rein to our feelings and desires. And that is why it is so important to have a relationship with Him so that our feelings and desires are in check and on board with what the Lord wants of us. I want to just give you three things to think about and pray about when you wonder if God is in the midst of tragedy. The first is to identify the grief and deal with it. How do you identify grief? You know, when I'm grieving, I'm not eating, I have trouble sleeping, I'm plagued by negative thoughts. And so I have to allow myself the time to just, it's okay to grieve and it's okay to cry and it's okay to have those thoughts and just not let it overwhelm my life. You know, if it's going on for weeks and months, you know, yes, you you may need outside help or counseling or, you know, a good friend to talk to, but allow yourself to grieve. I know that when both of my parents died at different times and years apart, when my mother died, I didn't have time to grieve because I was in charge of everything. I had to have funeral arrangements made and I had to, you know, get everything done and you know, deal with my father and all the aunts and uncles that were here. And I realized the same thing was happening with my father. And thankfully, my sister-in-law was here. And when I was getting ready to jump up and start getting things in order, she told me to sit down and to relax. And we weren't going to do that right then. And that was the biggest gift and blessing that I received And I want to thank you, Jody, for that, because we need that. We need to have a little bit of time to just be able to deal with that grief. We want it over with. We don't want to deal with it. And that is why it really helps to to actually embrace it and to allow the Lord to minister to our hearts. The second is to realize all evil is not from God. However, you can't just blame Satan for making people do things because we have free will. We have to realize that we have to take responsibility for our own actions. And that's why there are so many people out there that are not taking responsibility for their own actions and perpetuating these horrendous massacres. We have to pray, and we have to be diligent in our prayer, and we have to be observant, friends. Number three, we have to realize that God is with us always. God is present everywhere, everywhere, He is present, and He is always with us. Even if we turn our backs on Him, He is still there. And His love surrounds us, and it's just, for some, it's out of reach because they've pushed Him away, and they don't want to acknowledge it. But it's like that beautiful picture of Jesus knocking at the door And there's no doorknob on the Lord's side, but there is on the other side. 
it is up to us to turn that knob and to allow Jesus in. That's what God wants for us. He wants us to realize that he loves us more than we can ever imagine. And friends, when tragedies happen, for those of us who are strong Christians, it is our job to reach out to others, to share with them the love of God, to share with them that the Lord knows, He understands what they're going through, and He loves them beyond measure. It is important that we remember this, realize this, and know that God is there for us. And I want to end today's episode in a prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we pray for all those who are suffering now. We pray for those who have been directly affected by tragedies, whatever they are, Lord, whether they've happened recently or years past. Dear Lord, tragedy makes us different. We can never be the same. And we embrace that, Lord, because we, we grow and we love and we overcome evil. And the way that we overcome evil is to continue to come to you, Lord, to continue to pray, to continue to seek you in all things. My God, I know you have a purpose for my life and for all of those who are listening I know that you know what each person is going through and the grief that they're going through, the levels that they are reaching, Lord. And I know that you don't give more than what people can handle. And if it's too much, Lord, please remove that burden from them. I ask, Lord, that you come into each person's life, that your presence is felt, Lord, that you directly touch their lives in some way, in some capacity, through your love, through your peace, through your joy that surpasses all understanding. Dear Lord, I pray for all of the victims. I pray for all of those who have been touched by this tragedy. I pray for all of those who have been affected by this tragedy in some way. I pray for the first responders. I pray for all the children at the schools. I pray for all of those who have been impacted in any way, shape, or form, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for being here in the midst of tragedy, for being the one true light that can turn evil into good, that can bring light into the darkness. Dear Lord, I pray for a deepened relationship with you in every thought we have, in every word we say, in every deed we do. We ask for your grace to be in the midst of our lives, to continue along with us as we walk this path of life, to be with us through every triumph as well as every tragedy, and to continue to pick us up, Lord. You are the ones who carry us when we can't move another foot, Lord. When we can't get up, Lord, you carry us. And we ask that you continue to carry us onward, Continue to give us the strength to stand eventually on our own two feet. Continue to give us the blessing and the grace to minister to others and to bring 
word about your joy and your peace and your love and your understanding to all of those who are hurting. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.